Hi, friend. Before we start the show, I want to let you know about our INTP Empowerment Guide. It is a video series, a video course for INTPs, helping you to get some advice around each cognitive function, not only breaking down what they are and what they mean from someone who's been professionally trained through a personality hacker, um, but also integrating shadow functions, uh, how those functions have been integrated into my life, sharing some personal stories, some personal triumphs, some challenges, and how we can also shift some of our energy and use our energy through cognitive function pairs, and also how we can start to use all of this practically in our day-to-day lives as INTPs to grow and improve as a person. So go and check out the INTP Empowerment Guide at dopamine.teachable.com, D-O-P-E-A-M-I-N-E, and I'll see you there. Hey friends, C-Note here. I just wanted to do a quick podcast, uh, exclusive podcast, about kind of what's going on with my brain right now. I'm realizing some stuff around my mania and cyclothymia, stuff I've talked about in this podcast over the course of the podcast. Um, and, And if you go back and maybe search for cyclothymia or mania, You'll hear some of those episodes about uh, this this self-discovery that I've been going through the past few years. Uh, recently, really the past few months, have been revelatory for me. I think it's been really interesting to come across... I, I started really just like going down this intense personal growth rabbit hole. Uh, even the past few years, I started to learn more about myself as an INTP. I've started to learn more about myself and in terms of my, my Enneagram type, things like chakras, uh, started going down like Deepak Chopra rabbit holes, Eckhart Tolle, Sadguru, um, uh, Naval, all sorts of like interesting people. Uh, my friend's a personality hacker, Beatrice Chestnut. Well, I've been surrounding myself with, with all sorts of interesting ideas and people and, it wasn't until recently that uh, for one of my clients, like one of the, the the client work that I do is I help coaches create premium content. So right now I'm editing some Enneagram content for one of my clients and came across basically a, a, a whole beginner's guide to uh, Enneagram one. And I thought I was a five. I thought I was an Enneagram five, which is a little bit more uh, it's a head type. They're focused on it, more intellectual things. They're focused on um, uh, just gathering and hoarding information, energy, and time. The passion of five is avarice, which is uh, uh, akin to greed. Not saying that um, greed in terms of money, we always assign greed to greed to money, but greed in terms of of hoarding, of keeping, of withholding. So withholding emotional energy or personal energy or, or kind of afraid of other people taking your energy. And there's a fear. Um, fear is also a part of the head triad. Um, there's a fear of emotions for fives. And I've never really feared emotions. I resonated with the sexual five, which is the subtype of five, because there's this one-on-one connection with that. And I have a really strong one, one-to-one bond with Molly. And um, I resonated with the emotional depth 
of that and um, finding the ideal partner. And it wasn't until I went through some of this one stuff that I realized, oh, I'm actually a one because ones are a little bit more uh, focused on uh, criticism and perfectionism. And I'm very critical of myself and uh, can be very critical of others. And uh, the sexual one in particular, the sexual subtype, is very critical of others. And I usually criticize others first as a projection and then notice that in myself. And uh, the thing about ones is that, you know, we go a little too far in the personal development realm. Like we're trying to be the perfect person. And uh, I realized that I was doing that. I was trying so hard to be the perfect person. And I still try very hard to be the perfect person. So how all of this relates to my mania is that I used to think, now I'm starting to make a reframe around my mania. I used to think that my mania was this thing where I was starting to uh, make bad choices. You know, even that, just saying that, making bad choices is uh, indicative of one behavior. Uh, And I'll do something that breaks down what it means to be an Enneagram one in the future. This is more just like a vlog, uh, audio log kind of thing uh, to share with you what I'm going through. And I'll go through details in in the future. But um, in essence, the, the Enneagram one stuff has revealed to me how much I judge myself, how much I judge others, how much I am assigning good and bad to things and right and wrong. You know, there's a right way to be, there's a wrong way to be. And uh, the nickname for the sexual one is the reformer. And I realized as I was listening to it, I'm like, am I trying to reform INTPs? <laughs> am I trying to, uh, am, I, am I identifying what it, what it means to be a good INTP and then trying to teach INTPs how to be a good INTP? And I think in some ways, yes, that's true. And, uh, and, and I know you might react to that and, and hear that as a bad thing. Uh, I don't think that's a bad thing. This is not about reforming myself either. But being aware of that motivation helps me when it comes to how I talk to INTPs and how I do the work that I do. Um, but also gives me the awareness that because it's my assignment of what is good or bad doesn't mean that it is you know, holistically good or bad, more of the unconscious one uh, tends to just have this like instinctual good or bad criticism uh, uh, relationship to everything. So if I was a little bit more unconscious about it, um, I would be just trying to reform INTPs and say that being anything but an INTP like me is wrong. And that's not true. That's simply not true. Um, since a lot of fives do listen to my content, there are a lot of INTPs who are fives in the Enneagram. Uh, I am, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm adapting and aware of the different modes of thinking and I want to support that just as much as I want to support my own thinking. So anyway, to go back to the mania stuff, um, the, the mania side of me, you know, I thought I was just making bad choices. I thought I was just, um, susceptible to a lack of productivity. I thought I was just uh, vulnerable to overspending and overeating or overindulging when it's actually the opposite. It's that most of the time I'm underindulging and my mania is the result of my body saying, you need to indulge more. You need to take care of yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to stop judging yourself so harshly. And that's a big revelation for me. That's a big shift to 
think in one direction to that, that it was about, um, you know, avoiding, <laughs> avoiding pleasure. Whereas I really need to lean into pleasure. And it doesn't mean, um, being, uh, uh, flippant and spending my rent money or anything like that. Right. But it's like, if I have money to spend and I want something, go get it. Or if I want to be with my partner, be with her and stop trying to be this like perfect person in order to make myself feel worthy of her affection and attention, uh, or, um, using all of this energy that I get in mania for brain stuff. So what happens with ones typically is that the body ones are a body type eight, nines and ones in the Enneagram are body types. And that means more instinctual modes of being. So usually when it comes to like my design work, for example, as I was listening to the one stuff, uh, from my client, I was realizing that when I'm doing design or video or, uh, any kind of art related stuff. I just know what looks good. I know what feels right. Like to me, it just feels right in my body, like, and not in an FI, uh, uh, INFP, ENFP kind of way. It's, it's a body instinct that says like, that's right or that's wrong. And then my head will do something about it because I'm an INTP still. So my brain, I'm using instinctual uh, reactions to fuel what I do with my INTP brain in a sense. So it, it's, it's kind of interesting because I've been almost accused of being an INFP <laughs> or like other types. And uh, that makes sense in certain, in terms of my, the usage of my instincts being a, a measure of that. Um, so what happens typically with ones or more unconscious ones and still happens with me all the time is that we have an impulse. We have something that comes from the gut that we want to do. You want to move, you want to dance to music, you want to uh, misbehave, you want to buy something that is not in the budget, you know? <laughs> and um, then once that comes up to the brain, the brain criticizes that and tamps it down and says, no, no, no. And that's basically what's been happening virtually all my life, but more so in my adult life. Um, as you know, in my last relationship, there was a lot of expectations of being a, an adult, um, not necessarily from her, but just like the environment and being older, getting older and getting a job and being responsible and getting, building a family and all of that stuff. I was going down like the introverted sensing rabbit hole of, of needing to be that person and having to be that person meant being more of an adult and tightening up and being more disciplined. And that was hurting me more than it's helping. I, and I only recently realized that. So as a one sort of my growth path is to loosen up is to get worse is to, uh, to, to, you know, to, to worse in quotes, but to just play more and to have more fun and to, uh, to play more video games, waste more time, you know, quote unquote, waste more time, but not criticize myself for those things at the same time. So right now I'm in mania. It's basically started yesterday and I just canceled all my appointments. I have something that's like 15 minutes today at two o'clock, but, um, for the most part, everything is canceled and I'm just trying to hang out. I decided to do this quick recording because I just need to talk through some of my feelings a little bit about this, but um, basically it feels like what's happening in me is that my body has the stores of energy. You know, I'm realizing that I have more energy throughout the rest of the month when I'm using my body more, meaning I've been playing more like Just Dance 2021, which has a great playlist. Um, I've been doing a little bit more exercising, going for a walk. 
um, and trying to just like move in the shower and just like dance a little bit. I'm trying to just give in to some of those, those impulses um, because I, I didn't realize how tense I am. I'm so stiff. Uh, and especially as I'm working, the more that I do work, I do video editing. I realize there's more tension in my body. So I need to get like a heavy bag um, because not only am I a body type, but the, the passion of the one is anger. So there is a lot of simmering anger in my body pretty much all the time. It's like the Hulk that when, you know, I'm, that's my secret. I'm always angry. And that's where I get like my aggression. That's where I get like the, the kind of passion in my voice sometimes. And, um, and, and why I can do all of this video work. Cause it's just like the fuel, it's the rocket fuel is the anger. Uh, but trying to counterbalance that with, getting that anger out of my body, whether that's through physically hitting something like I want to get a speed bag for next to my desk or um, uh, just moving my body or, or even just like balancing between aggressive music and then gentler uh, chill music, trying to relax myself. Right. So it's not about fueling the anger so much as it is about exerting it, getting it out of my body. So I realized that, you know, I do about two hours of work and then my, sort of, uh, my, my body starts to feel tense. I start to feel stiff and I get frustrated and I have, uh, the fixation for ones, which is like the head version of the passion is resentment. And I start to feel that resentment build up as I'm doing work. And I start to get angry. I'm like, Oh, why does, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to make money doing this? Why do I have to stand here all day? Why do I have to sit here? Why do I have to do this? Like I just start complaining in my head uh, to myself and then kind of judging myself for not doing this fast enough or not having a quicker way or um, not making money in another way uh, or, or not having different talents or, or whatever. I just start going down this rabbit hole. So the resentment starts to build up in my body and I get stiff. So I've started to take a break at the one or two hour mark and uh, or, or in between renders and like ride on the bike or play just dance or now I want to get a speed bag and be able to work that out or listen to metal music or something just like get out that feeling somehow and uh and kind of expel the anger you know let it let it dissipate from my body and uh because that's the impulse that my body continues to want and then my brain is tamping that down saying no we can't act on our anger because it's going to make us look like a a bad person if we express our anger to, you know, in, in the same space as our partner or um, in reaction to our client or our work or things that we've decided to do, you know, there's all these, these, these logical decisions that my brain is making this logical leaps that my mind is making in service of avoiding what my body wants and not trusting my instincts. And that's really the growth for me is trusting my instincts and trusting that my instincts know what they're doing because I have. And, you know, when it comes to like my design work and stuff, I trust my instincts. Like I know what looks good. You know, I, I have a good feeling and I have a good sense of, of what works or what is right. And uh, that's been amazing uh, in my career. So to expand that to other ways, to other, to other uh, avenues of life is something that I'm working on. And uh, so right now, with mania, basically yesterday I walked up to my desk and I just felt this like freak out in my brain and my body is just like tensing up. It's like a heaviness in my heart and my chest and my limbs, like everything kind of goes inward 
right? And the idea is to almost like in a superhero kind of way, just like expel it out. So it's almost like starting with something simple, like moving my arms out and limbs out and just starting to move my body a little bit and, and getting that tension away from the center of my, my essence, my being, as it were, and start to kind of expand things out, moving my body and getting away from the, what is causing the tension. So in a sense with mania, there's all this energy buildup throughout the month of like wanting to use my body energy for all these different things. And in mania, it's like this, this, you know, it's like my, my, my body can't take it anymore. And all of the energy is just like, it's like a geyser and like all comes out at once. And what happens is my brain is trying to capture all of that energy and use it for productivity, for using it. I start using it towards my work. I start using it towards planning for the future. I start using it towards, um, uh, towards a sense of, of personal security or trying to stiffen up and make myself a, a, a better picture of a perfect person. And that's antithetical to what my instinct is, which is to, all right, stop working, put it away. Don't do work things. Don't plan for the future. Be in the present, play some games, relax, sit down, shut up, <laughs> eat some food, eat something you enjoy, spend a little extra money, order some food out. You don't have to cook. Um, you know, go, go for a drive somewhere, uh, go do something that's irresponsible. Go, go get away from, uh, this, get a, this desk right now. Cause like I'm feeling it right now, even though I'm talking and kind of expelling some of this, I feel the tension building, uh, as I'm doing this right now. So I was like torn as to whether or not I wanted to talk about it, but I kind of wanted to take advantage of being in mania and talking about it while in mania, I guess, which is also an example of what my brain's trying to do. Take advantage of this physical energy that I have and basically siphon it. It's like siphoning this physical body energy into brain stuff. And my, my, my natural mode of being, at least in relation to the Enneagram, is not body, it's not, not brain-based. You know, my brain as an INTP is like, that's how my brain works. It's not, uh, it's a preference for how my brain works. But the body is like more of an ego fixation. The Enneagram is more of an ego fixation, I should say. And for me, that's related to my body and letting my body do what it needs to do. And, um, trusting my instincts is really a part of the growth for me in a way of like, yeah, getting worse. You know, I don't have to dress perfectly all the time. I don't have to be in shape <laughs> perfectly. I don't have to, uh, you know, play games that it's like, a, like sometimes I, that would happen with like Assassin's Creed or something where there's like all these collectibles and I'm like, I have to hundred percent the game. And it's like, I don't have to do that. Like just enjoy it. Just go through the narrative, do what you want to do. And that's really the big thing for me. Something I was already starting to try to do before I learned that I was a one is to do what I want to do. I was starting to already feel like I was putting pressure on myself to be perfect for everyone around me. You know, like I needed to, uh, uh, I needed to pick up the slack for Molly or pick it up for my parents when they get older and they can't take care of themselves or like my kid. And I start thinking about taking on all of this pressure of like uh, everything's going to fall on me because I have this fixation that if I don't do it, it doesn't get done right. And uh, 
that puts so much pressure on me. So I was already feeling exhausted. I was already starting to feel like I'm doing too much. I'm, I'm uh, taking on too much responsibility. And there's just like everything in my body is just like, just let your arms fall. Just let go of the tension. Just stop. Just, just cut it out. Uh, stop talking on the podcast. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to wrap this up because of that. Um, but I hope this was helpful to you as someone, maybe you have mania or bipolar disorder or something that you're dealing with. And, you know, maybe consider like what your brain or body or heart is trying to tell you when it comes to your, your mental health. And that's really been the thing around this podcast is like, what is your mental health trying to say to you? What is your mental illness or challenge trying to get you to change about yourself? Um, and it's tricky because some of it is chemical imbalance. I'm not saying it's just something that you could mentally shift because I'm feeling it right now. Uh, but it is helpful and it helps me get through it if I'm letting go of the productivity part of it, which once I get past this, you know, I got to go relax because I'm definitely heightened right now. Um, I know it doesn't sound like it in my voice, but my brain is just like uh, squeezing. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, what is it? What is your brain, your body, your heart trying to tell you that you need? So um, I would uh, consider that, you know, send me a voice message here on anchor, anchor.fm slash dopamine, D-O-P-E-A-M-I-N-E. If you want to leave a voice message, let me know. Um, if you've changed some of your thought process or if you're trying to make a, a reframe and a shift around your mental health. Um, and also we have, if you're an INTP and you're trying to, if you're actually trying to improve, which is great for, for fives, like if fives do need to improve, um, you can go check out, we have what's called the INTP empowerment guide on our, uh, on our shop, um, on our course program selection place <laughs> dopamine.teachable.com uh, go check that out there's going to be a new website coming soon with uh, where, where the courses are going to be in a new place and uh, kind of everything's going to exist all on one platform but um, I'll let you know as that's coming which is going to happen later because right now I just need to stop so um, go check out the ITP empowerment guide that covers all of the cognitive functions advice around each cognitive function how to start integrating shadow functions and how to start integrating your energy uh, and, and using your energy in more of the natural INTP way, as opposed to always trying to bend yourself to other people, which is something I relate to as a one. So um, all of that said, I appreciate you. Thank you for listening to my ramblings about myself. <laughs> uh, hopefully this helped you in some sort of way. If you have any questions, you can hit me up at Let's Go C-Note on all the social channels. And we also have a Mighty Networks. So if you go through our website at dopamine.life, sign up for the email list. If you're an INTP, you will get a free ebook. And then there's a link to join our Mighty Networks where you can chat with me and chat with other people in the community. We have about 25 to 30 members right now. My goal is to get 100 by the end of the year and then keep building this community. It's sort of like the the Kakariko village of my whole ecosystem. It's where just INTBs hang out away from the open internet, away from things like Reddit or anywhere else where people could just judge you. It's, it's just a, a place where we have open discussions about whatever and, uh, you know, it's a judgment-free zone. So it's what I need. I think some of you need that. And uh, hopefully we can provide that for you. So um, with all that said, I'm going to go play some video games. I appreciate you. 
Take care of yourselves and each other, and I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. This has been a C-Note Media production.